Welcome to the first edition of Island Sports Talk. I am Chris Yackel, one of the co-hosts of this fine program, along with one of my other co-hosts here, Anthony Twombly. How are we doing tonight, Twom? I'm doing great. It's been it's been a long time coming, but mm-hmm. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to talk, brother. We've uh, we got a lot on our minds, a lot of sports. We're in the thick of everything. Deadline, madness. It's just it's just a great time. We were robbed of it last year. I know. March March truly is one of the pinnacle months of sports. And there's just so much to talk about. And you and I will definitely deep dive into a lot of it. And I cannot wait. Neither can I, Tom. You know, it, we really we've been planning this for a while. We we both uh, are are two people that uh, went to school together, college rather, SUNY Oswego. Shout out Lakers to uh, go oh, for Lakers. broadcasting and go for uh, you know trying to do something like this, trying to get together maybe a podcast or radio show or something along those lines. And finally, me and Twom said, you know what, let's do it. So uh, we've been graduated for a couple of years now, and uh, we figured, you know, now is the best time. It's you know now or never, so might as well just be now. So we are getting uh, this podcast rolling, and uh, we're excited to, but. Before we jump into all the amazing topics, as uh, Tuam stated, we got a lot going on. Obviously, March is one of the best sports months of the year. Lead off into spring, one of the best sports seasons of the year is spring season, playoffs and what ha- uh, what have you. But Tuam, we have an interesting story yeah. of how we met, actually, how this whole podcast came about, which is about five to six years in the making. And it's, it's all a long started time in the making. <laughs> in a McDonald's outside of campus in, in the Oswego, middle New York. Of Oswego, New York, where if you didn't go there or don't live in that area, you probably have never heard of it. You probably yeah. have no idea where it is. But something I like to think is that all gr- truly great podcasts, they all have a great origin. And exactly. Not to, like, like I said it earlier, not to toot our own horns, I think we have a pretty good one. So I, let's... Let's Mount dive Rushmore. in more. It's a Mount Rushmore we, meeting. It really is. We talked about this before the podcast. Like the best, like how you met one of your friends, like Mount Rushmore version of that. Like this has got to be near the top. Cause yeah, for, I, for I, both I, of us, it's, it's up there. It really it, is. We met a lot is. of people in cool ways, but like, it's just, it's just funny. It's, I, I think it's a funny origin. So let's so, get the ball rolling. Absolutely. Uh, we're in syllabus week, probably, or at least the first month of our freshman years. First definitely. time being away from home. So, you know, definitely we're trying to be. Yeah, definitely the first month. So, you know, if anyone who's gone away to college, you know, you're trying to meet new people, you're, you're mingling. So, it was a, probably a Thursday or Friday, a little extracurricular activities at night. And after, you know, a few, throwing a few back with some friends, you know, mingling around, uh, a, a fun spot of, of Laker Nation was going to a. Uh, the one and only McDonald's, the Golden Arches, on My the corner of place. yeah, you know, oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll 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 meet, we'll uh, we'll get to that in a couple minutes. But yeah, this Golden Arches, this was a common meeting spot for extra correct extracurriculars for for Laker Nation, and you know, we're there. You know, you see people waiting on a long line. It's busy, so you start talking to people mm-hmm. and. I, you get in I, conversations, you know, this yeah. is just what happens. You get in conversations that you, you may or may not remember the next day or the next couple of years, but you, you get into them. I, I'll tell you that much. You, yeah, you I, get into them, you get passionate. And I've had some of the best conversations in my life on that line 
getting yeah, past get a I couple McChickens. Uh, like some some absolutely electric conversations. So I'm just you know standing there, and I got into a good conversation with someone who I related to a lot. You know, we talked about sports. We just talked about the night. Uh, both being from downstate New York. He happened to be from Long Island. I'm from Staten Island. And it was good. And, you know, I have a lot of numbers saved of people I don't remember. So we just, you know, <laughs> we exchanged numbers. Uh, this person happened to be Chris from McDonald's. And I always saw the number as the next couple of years passed, but I, I never really thought much of it. I was just like, oh, yeah, that was a fun conversation I had with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you happen to have a number saved that night? Yes, I did. I had something uh, saved called Anthony from McDonald's. That was a contact name, Anthony from McDonald's. And just like you, Tom, there you sometimes you would roll through, especially when I was in college. Since you know I graduated, like I, there was a lot of deletions. Let's put it that way. You're not talking to uh, many of these people ever yeah. again. So uh, just like you, you scroll through and you see like, oh my god, I don't know any of these people. I can't put name to face to maybe half my contact list. Oh yeah. So. Just, I, I would always go by Anthony from Dallas. I was like, I wonder who that is. Like, I have yeah. no idea who this it's, person it's is. It's even different for you because, like, I know C is very early in the contact list, but A, mm-hmm. A is right there. Right there. So that's it's that's one of the first ones you're seeing. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the first ones you're seeing. But, yeah, uh-huh. you're deleting a lot of numbers of people you don't know, but there was always something about this number. I was like, I'm not deleting it. Something Someday we'll get to the end of this. Fast forward two years. We're in the, I believe, the fall of 2017. Yeah. Old Tim Neckritz, BRC 328. What a class. Um, great class. Great cast of characters. Um, oh, we had, some, Chris, we had some characters. That's for sure. Me, <laughs> me and my lovely co-host right here, Chris, uh, we were in that class together. So that was great. That's how we, at the time, believed we first met. Uh, we, got, we got cool. We got close there. But a, mm-hmm. lot, of, uh, a lot of our assignments from good old Neckritz was to you know just look at ads. What was that class? It was, it was like media, media copywriting. Right? We pretty much yeah. had to like do an ad spot, whether it was a commercial on the radio or on the TV, or just, just a regular ad, or, just, yeah, yeah. or an ad you'd see on the paper, and we had to like copyright what the ad was, and then get in front of yeah. the class and read it. It was probably one of my easiest classes. Probably one of the five easiest. Classes, you would say the same. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was. Yeah. You have to be almost brain dead to not be able to pass yeah. this class. So let's put it and, and and he was a cool professor too. He knew he knew how it was. He was great. Uh, it was a great class. Honestly, it was a very good class. It was. But a lot of the assignments, like uh, it was a very Twitter heavy class. Oh yeah. As yeah, well, yeah. we just had a we had a tweet and talk about an ad that stuck out to us that we talk about in the next class. So you know, a month passes. There's a common theme with Chris. He constantly brings up McDonald's oh, yeah. ads, and like I don't think anything of it and then month two passes where we had that class monday and wednesday so what's that eight weeks that's 16 meetings we're talking 16 mcdonald's ads and at a certain point i was like all right this guy's awesome because at this point you know we were cool Mm. we'd see each other out on the on the street uh and you know it'd be it'd be nice to be like oh what's up man and you know after 16 times here at mcdonald's it started piecing (laughs) together and uh, a laker favorite the Ferris wheel, pitcher night, Thursday nights. You know, we were common, common uh, customers Do- there. Dollar pitchers, sign me up. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it, it was great. <laughs> great, nice. you know, especially if you didn't have class on Fridays. Oh, like, I, I did not. There was semester, several so it was semesters a great way. without a Friday class. That, yeah. That's appointment, you know, 
place to be. That's like an appointment. Yeah. You gotta be at, at it's just, college. It's just a great way to end your week. Oh, you know, and college is very stressful. So it's just a great way to just ease back, especially if you have that three day weekend. Just you know, hang out with some friends, throw a few back. Exactly. So you know, like I said, sixteen McDonald's, and I I went to uh, Ferris that night. I knew I'd see Chris there. We'd see each other there mm. quite frequently, and <laughs> I just hit him with it. I was like, listen, man. I, I this might sound weird, but like we were, we we clicked pretty quickly. So like it wasn't even. It was just like something that would have been funny yeah, regardless. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I I gotta ask you, is is this your phone number? You talk about McDonald's all the time. I gotta know. And what did you respond with? Are you Anthony from McDonald's? That's what <laughs> and, I said. And we we were in front of a bunch of our friends. I I'm showing him my phone that says Chris from McDonald's. He's showing me his phone, Anthony from McDonald's. I'm pretty sure we cheers. It was wild. You know, threw it back I, and then hung. We were I, like, oh, my God. I honestly, oh, my God. I honestly, I remember having maybe, like, three quarters of a pitcher left. And I was like, I have to chug this and celebrate. This is amazing. And, like, like we had we had a small audience who were just in shock also. <laughs> they, were, they were like, Whoa. They were like, what is going on here? Like, what, what, what is this realization that's going on? I, I, honestly, though, I, I know you felt the same way. So I was just like, holy crap. That's crazy. I know, it, like it just like it all finally it, came it, full it circle. It was a mind was like, blowing moment. It was just one of those mind really blowing was. moments for sure. And I hope whoever listens has had something similar to this, mm. so they could really feel it. Exactly. Because I know most people will be like, "Oh my god, what a bunch of idiots!" I know. I promise you, it felt it was amazing, and I was so happy that it was you because like it just made all the sense in the world. I was like, we we clicked right there, and you know, we took some time off. And that's that's like how a lot of that's like how a lot of just you know average dudes are. You know, you could go, you could go years without seeing someone yeah. or talking to someone. As soon as you see them, it's like, oh, so pretty much we picked up the conversation from that McDonald's that night at Ferris. It was like, oh, I saw you last night. Didn't yeah, exactly, was, exactly. Honestly, it was it was incredible, and here we are today, still very very good friends. Mm-hmm. And you know, sorry if we rambled a little about that, but. It's a great story. I love just, you know, reminiscing about it. Oh, yeah, we too. text about it. Exactly. When, when, whenever, like, you know, because sometimes we'll go through lapses. We get busy. Mm-hmm. But every time you, like, you know, reconnect, that story always comes Absolutely. up. Always. Absolutely. It, it's always. It does. is one of my favorite stories from college to tell. And it's funny because I have you, but just to wrap it up here, I have you in my phone, two different contacts, the Anthony from McDonald's and the Twam. And because yeah. <laughs> your, your name's Anthony Twomley, so short Twomley Twom. And yeah. uh, I always want to text the Anthony from McDonald's. I never really like, I don't like, there's only a few occasions where I type in Twom when, when I'm about to text you. It's always like Anthony from McDonald's. That's exactly yeah. where my brain oh, goes. I'll, so. I'll, I'll never change it. It's still yeah. Chris from McDonald's to this day. It's too good of a, a memory, too good of a flashback mm. to change. Uh, and it, it literally, I mean, if you could see us both, we can't tell a story without smiling. Exactly. It's just, it's just one of those things. When you look back at college, that's one of those things you're like, damn, I'm glad I went. Cause you know, something like that, it's just, it's just a great memory. I, I can't, I can't, uh, emphasize that. Enough. Absolutely. And, uh, I hope, uh, all the listeners like that story. Uh, you know, hopefully there are some listeners for this first episode. Yeah. We're building, yeah. we're going to build the brand here. We're going to, you know, we got to be consistent yeah. about it. We'll get this podcast cranking out at once a week. We'll get them up on Thursday nights, Friday mornings, the absolute latest, but they'll be up once a week. Um, 
Yeah, we'll be cranking them out. That's what we're going to be trying to do here. And you alluded to it earlier, Twam. So, uh, you know, obviously, I'm glad to get this show on the road with road with you. And uh, we're going to have a hell of a ride, buddy. Um, oh, so, yeah. I'm very, very excited for this. Oh, my pal. Um, we alluded to this earlier. This time last year, there was no sports. Now, we got a ton of sports and a ton of sports to talk about. And we're going to uh, start off here with the NCAA tournament. We're going to get into our predictions and our brackets. The, the, madness. the madness. The madness. The madness is back. And I was texting oh a, couple, uh, a couple of my friends, uh, about, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, and one of them actually had a really good thought. that or, I Not thought, but they said something that stuck out in my head, and it was like their bracket got busted, but they were so happy just to have that feeling again of their bracket being busted. They didn't care. And I, oh, yeah. and I felt the same way too. Like I'm still, so I'm, I'm still doing okay with my bracket right now. But for example, when Kansas lost uh, USC on Sunday night, not just lost to them, they got slaughtered. They got butchered. They got taken behind the woodshed and you know what happens next. Uh, that game. I mean, it was unbelievable. So it, unbelievable. I, we'll get into it. We'll it, get into it. It, it. It didn't bust my bracket completely, but it, it didn't help. It definitely did not help. But that feel. Oh, my bracket has been slaughtered. Oh, listen. Um, before I get onto the bracket talk, uh, like you said, yeah, last year no sports around this time. This year, you know, it, it's all it's like a endless buffet mm. or like a Brazilian steakhouse, <laughs> just endless. Um, it's like a little overwhelming, honestly, in the best way possible. Yeah. Like it's just nonstop. Everything is back. And, you know, for people like us, you know, sports fanatics, it's We're just, junkies. it's incredible. Yeah, like you, you just can't get enough of it because we like, you know, we went what three and a half months with nothing at all. Uh, sports, sports wise. So, you know, that, that, that sucked, but to have it back is awesome. Mm. Uh, it, I never, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. I never am a huge into the regular season of college oh, basketball. I, Twab, I'm a very... Yeah. I'm right there with you. I have no... Especially uh, this year with COVID. I had no oh, yeah, idea. Zero idea. Yeah, I was I was like... I'm still easing back into it. I had to get used to all the other sports that were going on again. So, like, I kind of sat it out. And I knew I was extra unprepared mm. for uh, March Madness. But in the past, I'm, like, a little annoyed. Especially in our bracket challenges when I lose. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I wish I would have won. Mine's destroyed. I'm pretty sure I had Illinois winning in two of them. I don't know who I had winning in ours. In ours I I I'll Michigan tell you ours. right now because I have my bracket. One of them up. I have Michigan. You have. One of them I have Michigan. I believe I'm looking at you right now. You got what's your account name? Because I mine this is, mine is stupid. this is great. You know this is great podcasting. By the way, I'm I'm trying to find find it right now. Mine Are you the mine is great. I have a lot You're of numbers. You're not the prince of K. Oh, that's, that's our boy Zogus. He's he had Illinois yeah. to win, so that's that's not great. You're, 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 yeah. So are you? You're Michigan. Are you? Uh, you're you're the one with a bunch of numbers then. So. Oh, so I have Michigan. You have Michigan one, to win. Right? You have 200 right. points right now. Uh, okay. And or we, no, maybe we move on. We move. No, you have 320 points actually. And okay. uh, right. I'm not trying to we'll shoot my own horn here. Uh, I'm guessing you're. In first. I am in first place <laughs> with. Uh, Who do you have winning? Twenty points. I have Gonzaga winning, which I was. Yeah, I I I'm very stupid I, because they're clearly the best team, and I don't know why I didn't pick Twan, them in any bracket. I don't think that's. I don't think there's any stupidity there. Gonzaga is. Yeah, not. I was talking to one of my buddies, Andy, about this. Uh, 
Gonzaga is one of those teams that just they're a powerhouse every year. And I don't know a ton about college basketball before March. And I know we, as we said earlier, we both don't. And very casual. Gonzaga, from watching the tournament over the past five, six, seven years, they're always a number one, number two seed, and they're always getting knocked out in the round of 32 or the Sweet 16. They never go too deep into the NCAA tournament. So I was very hesitant with my pick this year, extremely hesitant. But I've seen over the last couple of years in other sports. They have been, they have been, Gonzaga the past few years has been sort of breaking their, you know, bad, yeah. uh, bad reputation. They did make it, I, again, as casual as you yeah. either 2017 or 18, they did make the final. Yeah. You're like two minutes away from winning it. So they're like just there. And, you know, it's a COVID year. A lot of different things are playing into a factor. Um, I'm pretty sure they're always one of those teams that, you know, is a pain for the major, major conference teams. Oh, absolutely. They have seniors. They have, like, all the seniors. You None know, like, of their the guys, really, for the most part, go to the NBA right out of school. Like, they're not, there's not a lot of one-and-dones yeah. in Gonzaga. But um, – yeah. So, if there was any year for, like, the clear-cut number one team throughout the year to win, this year would, would probably year. be it. And But what do they call it? They call it March it's Madness, Madness for a reason. You just never know. You just never you, know. We saw, like you said, we saw Kansas. Like you know, a six beating a three isn't unheard no, of. There's upsets all not. the time. But a six annihilating a three, and that was the third worst loss in Kansas's very esteemed history. Yeah. It's it's twice as as large as their next biggest NCAA tournament loss. It just doesn't happen. It, it just it does doesn't happen to a happen. power school like that. A school you always yeah. see in the conversation like Kansas. I mean, I was stunned. I was I was which you know what. It's March Madness. You shouldn't be stunned, but it still was very surprising. You know, I, I was not. Yeah, like it's just, I expected, you know, you expect them to lose in a close game. You don't expect them to yeah. lose by 34 points. <laughs> 34 points. So, and while we're, like, on the topic of routes, did you happen to catch the Bama-Maryland uh, game? A game that I had money no, in? No, I, I, I did not happen to catch that game, believe it or not. So this is why, like, I'm using this year as a as a lesson. Next year, I'm going to listen to more podcasts mm-hmm. regarding college basketball. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to try because it's it's just another sport to get into, and I feel like that'll be great. But if I had known just like really how good Alabama was, which before I continue, you're a powerhouse in football. You really need basketball I, to like get out. I of always here. see when I saw Alabama was good. I was like, there's no ch- like they were number two seed good. I was like, yeah. wait a second. I always thought their yeah. basketball. Something's not I never adding thought up. SEC, and I, I hope somebody that listens to this from the SEC uh, that likes a SEC school lives in the South doesn't take this the wrong way. Yeah. I never thought of the SEC as a basketball powerhouse conference. It's oh, always been no. <laughs> the Big Ten or the or uh, the big not the Big East anymore, but the ACC. The ACC. Like I always yeah. think of it as a more of a Northeast or East Coast type of you know or Midwest, obviously with you have you have your, yeah. your, your the Big Ten. But I I never thought of them as a basketball conference. So seeing Alabama as yeah. number two, I I I wasn't going to go as far and say to the as far as saying you know the Iona Gales were going to beat. Alabama as an upset, but I I didn't think it was. I thought you know they wouldn't be as good as they were, and they're a good basketball team. Yeah, so I watched that game. It was kind of close for a moment. I think 
Honestly, I think Maryland was right in it. I think it was 47 to 46 at one mm-hmm. point early in the second half. And then I, I, I shit you not. I'm pretty sure the next five minutes, Alabama did not miss a three. Like I was texting with my other friend who had Maryland and we were like, this is just disheartening. Like the game was right there. And within five minutes, Alabama was up like 25. Like it was just, it was a blitz. It was a full on blitz. Like they just kept shooting and, you know, Maryland was turning it over and the game was, the game was over in that five minutes span. Like they were right there. And then it, then it was just, they didn't, they did not miss. Yeah, I mean, like, that's it, was, what, it was ridiculous. That's what happens, Schwam, though. Like, when you run into a team that's just not – that's hitting their threes consistently and they can't stop hitting their threes, that's just – regardless if you're, if you're answering or not, that puts a lot of pressure on you. It's, like, it's almost like – I mean, this is the only comparison we I have for it because I don't play a lot of basketball. I don't know if you're a basketball junkie. I don't I, – I'm – Twom shaking his head. He's trying to drink his water here. But Twom is also <laughs> not a basketball junkie either. He's not shooting, he's no. not shooting hoops a ton. It's almost like I'm not. when you come across somebody playing beer pong and they just keep hitting the shots. Oh, yeah. And, they keep, and, and you got to keep hitting the shots too. But it, it's, it's that mental pressure of, yes, we could play defense as well as we can. But, like, if we're not matching you, just, you if you're just bombing it's, away, it's it's, over. it's completely over once you f- you face somebody that's or, or a team that's consistently shooting their threes and not missing. It's it's game over match. If you're not matching them, and then if, it's, it's that's it. Yeah, and if you even want to just go as recent as you know two to three years ago when the Warriors were killing oh, everyone, yeah. when Curry, when Curry, Clay, and KD are getting hot, their games were over. You know, they they called they had the death line up over at half and the third quarter was yeah, like and the third quarter was the quarter that they were just patented for going off. You know, pick your poison. Clay, KD, or Curry was getting hot. You saw how much we've really seen. Like you know, it's been talked about, beaten to death. How much the three has really just changed oh, the game absolutely. of basketball. But and I'm surprised looking you know, back how long. Of a, it took a revelation like this to happen. Like the three's been around. Think about how seventies. Yeah. Like it's not like. Think about how simple it, it is. It's just three points are worth more exactly. than two. Maybe you should take more of those. Just be better three. at them exactly. than everyone, and you'll be good. Like I get it. You have to actually make them, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like a hard concept. No. I feel like you were you or I. We're not basketball junkies, but I feel like. We'd be Hall of Fame coaches Absolutely. if we coached in the eighties. <laughs> exactly. Our, oh, our number old. one offensive like practice strategy is just shoot threes. Just start shooting yeah, threes. I, I, Perfect shooting. Listen, threes. you don't even have to be conditioned. You don't have to do. Exactly. You don't have to do laps. You don't have to do suicides. We're gonna make it I easy. I want you to you. shoot threes. Yeah. If you could just hit threes, and like you know, then we'll start getting physical. You know, people will be up in your face. But the first two hours, listen, these are gonna be long, long practices. Yeah. I want dedication on We're my squad. You don't threes. get to be a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. You don't get a Hall of Fame coach without respect from your team. Absolutely. Hero. So, I mean, come on. First, the first hour, hour and a half, you're shooting threes. We're going to be the best. We're going to be the best three-point shooting team, and we're just never going to We're going to be strong, no gonna stop too. Us. I, if I were, I would honestly yeah. be like, we're not going to be doing a ton of running. I know basketball, that's pretty counterintuitive with basketball. But what, yeah. what we're going to be doing is pumping some iron, and we're going to be yes. getting strong and shooting up some threes. Curls for the girls yeah. and just pump out shots, pumping iron. And we're winning a, we're winning a ton of ball games, Juan. We should. 
I wish and we were born earlier. We, yeah, I know, <laughs> we we're, we're way behind our time. I know. Um, and who knows? You know, the basketball would have changed forever if we got this implemented in the in the eighties. Curry might have just been late to the party. Yeah. You know what? It's a great thing. It's a great unknown of the world. Whatever. But uh, yeah, I love the madness. If if you're a sports fan and you don't love the madness, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like you're, we're about as casual college oh, basketball yeah. fans as as you'll come across because neither of us could probably name. Ten players playing. There's five. There's sixteen. Yeah, there exactly. I probably was shooting to the moon there. There's sixteen teams. You know, if you just want to go off the starting lineups, that's what eighty players right there. It's it's impossible. We can't name five. I'm not. I'm not Rain Man over here. I'm not going to just be able to recite it. You know everything. It's it's just like we like we previously said. It's just so refreshing. You know, returning to normalcy slowly but surely. And the madness being there, just wait until there's fans oh back because it's electric and there's not even that many fans. When the, the, what, that's, the house is that's packed. really what makes yeah that's what makes March Madness really madness. Just hear it. Oh, what, what, we'll get when there. the house is packed, Tom. There's nothing like it. But before we move off this topic here with March Madness and uh, go on to our uh, other various topics that we'll be discussing today on uh, today's program. Uh, who do you have in the matchups this weekend? So I'll break them down right, yeah, for you. We'll, so, we'll lightning round lightning, this real Exactly, quick. lightning round. Gonzaga versus Creighton, go. Zags. Same here. I got Zags as well. Uh, USC versus Oregon. That's a tough one. That's a 6-7 gonna... matchup right there. You come with, You got a team. I'll try not to drag on. You got a team going off a 34-point win and a team beating a number two that a lot of people thought had a chance at winning. Oregon. I'm going to go with USC. I'm, I don't know why. Okay. Just it, Something about slaughter. Something about slaughtering a team yeah. is just crazy to me. Yeah, um, yeah. We don't know why we're making exactly. any of these picks. We're just my, my whole yeah, bracket just was on guesswork, Tuan. Um, <laughs> Michigan, Florida State. I'm pretty sure. Well, you got Michigan winning the tournament, so yeah, I gotta go Michigan, Michigan. as well for me. Uh, Alabama, UCLA. We're just raving on Alabama. I'm gonna go Alabama. What about I, you? I listen. They put such an impression on me, and again, I'm I'm an idiot. You'll you'll hear. I am also an idiot. As, so. You know. <laughs> As as these episodes continue, you'll hear I pretty much will say anything that's on my mind, crazy or not, sports related. They left such. I know I picked Michigan. I think I might just wind up talking myself into pick, picking Alabama. <laughs> going to Alabama, Alabama by a million. Alabama by a million. Okay, I'm going to mark that down. If you're saying yeah. by a billion, I gotta like. I should, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna should, we should honestly. We should mark down what uh, our picks are for this week and see how bad they are. I can't wait to see us go over. Okay, so. I'm, I'll try and remember these because uh, I do not have a pen or a paper. Uh, but let's move on. I'll remember here. Baylor, Villanova. I'm going Baylor. What are you doing, Tuan? I'm going to go Baylor too. They are very yes, good. Yes, I, 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 yes, I, I also think I saw a lot of you know before the tournament and when you know uh, ESPN would have their noon like college tip-off show. Saw a lot of Baylor, so I was like, they must be good. Uh, yeah, people are talking about them. They, they got to be, be good. good. All right. Number three, Arkansas versus Oral Roberts. Number 15, our Cinderella story. Oral. Is the Cinderella story going to come to the end for our Oral Roberts Bobcat? Who are they playing again? I'm are they so the Bobcats? Sorry. I don't even know what they're doing. What are they? I have no idea who uh, they are. See, uh, not a great look for our professionalism here, Tom, because we don't know who the yeah. Oral Roberts 
insert team name here. But you know what? As we said, this is NCAA tournament. There's 90 teams. We never even heard of Oral Roberts before this started. But who yeah. do you have for the history? Uh, I love Cinderella's, but it's got to end. Yeah. Arkansas is really good. I do know uh, their coach is cool. I like cool guys. <laughs> I'm going Arkansas. You know what? I have Arkansas winning, first do it. of all. Do and it. And you said their coach do is it. cool, so I'm going with Arkansas. I don't know who their coach oh, is. I thought I thought you were gonna no. pull I thought you were gonna pull the I, trigger on the upset. So, so okay. I have another upset in the works here. Right, so number it. eight, Loyola Chicago versus number twelve, Oregon State. This is a Sister hell of Jean. a matchup. I am also going Sister with Sister Jean as well on this one. The issue here, the issue here is from what I've heard. Word around and the street. It's probably very wrong. But uh, Oregon State, from, you know, some people, has got very similar vibes to Kemba's UConn team. Uh, they're just on an insane mm-hmm. run, and they're, like, the hottest team in the country right now. I'm sorry, Sister Jean. I'm sorry. I'm going Oregon State. I'm going with I them. Mean, how dare you, Tom? Good Fridays next week. It's... I know. I know. We're right <laughs> by Easter. I, I know this is not going to be a good look, I, but I'm sorry, Sister I, Jean. I, the 12th. Marches right. on. So you're, you're taking Oregon State. I got Loyola Chicago. Now, last matchup here before we continue uh, on to other topics. Well, number 11, Syracuse versus number two, Houston. Now, Twam, we went to school very close to Syracuse. We know a lot of fans of the Syracuse. Oh, we got to watch so ourselves. So we definitely here. have to watch ourselves. I actually – Syracuse is part of the reason my bracket's doing uh, doing okay right now. Okay. So I don't have them winning in my bracket, but I'm going to have to go against my bracket here. I'm going to go Syracuse with the upset against Houston. What are your thoughts? It's a win-win because if they win, you could say, oh, I'm a smart guy. If they didn't, your bracket's doing Exactly. Well, so, you, know you know what? Know, I'm all about win-win propositions it's perfect. here. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. There's no losing. Uh, like like I said in our pre, pre-show talk, I have, I, have, I have some money on a future for Syracuse to win it all. That would be quite rewarding if they do so i'm riding syracuse okay so we're both riding syracuse on that one i will we're both we're both safe. i will remember these two as well Chwam. I, I i have a feeling that i'm gonna have a good you know what? i don't have a horrible memory i do not have a horrible memory some people say oh i got a bad memory you know what i do not have a horrible long-term memory so we'll, we'll yeah my memory you know solid. what like hey that's good for us maybe we won't have alzheimer's when we're older yeah. uh yeah that's, that's a good look <laughs> exactly uh moving on here to the NFL, Twam. The wonderful oh, yeah. world of Can't the get National of it, ever. Football League. And we got a lot, even though season's been over for, you know, over almost two months now here. The the story story lines, it's almost as good as the NBA now with what the way we have NFL free agency and the yeah. draft yeah. and all that's surrounding it. So we're going to start here with a little talk on free agency and just – what are your thoughts on the big winner here, the New England Patriots, Twam? They did a lot of things to re-up their roster, you know, re-up their own guys. But really, the storyline here is they spent. They spent big, and they want to win they, now. They don't want to go 7-9 and nine they, again. They signed a lot not happy of with free nine. agents and a lot of high-end free agents. What are your thoughts on their moves this offseason, Twam? Because they're the storyline here. But, yeah, they clearly stole the show in the offseason. And there's always that one team that goes out and spends a lot. 
the fact that it's this specific organization. Oh, I'm sure people have seen the graphics from two from 2000 to 2020. They spent like 450 million. In this offseason alone, they've spent I think now we're approaching 150 million in this offseason alone. Um, it's just not the It's not the. It's not how they operate over there. I think a lot of factors play into this. Clearly, Tom Brady. Yeah. Bill Belichick could say whatever he wants. Seeing Tom Brady win a Super Bowl, let's be real. I know you had great run together. That that hurt him. He did not like seeing that. That puts him in question. Um, It's also like I think the more I think the more realistic one. Like that's a fun story. The more realistic one is they got to catch up to the Bills. Like the Bills ran away with that. The Bills are a buzzsaw. They stomped them. They stomped them the last time they played, and. On that Monday night game, like they just left no question. They're like, "Yeah, they we are, are the kings of the AFC." Like we, you lost your QB. Good luck catching up to us now because we have ours and we have a great organization. This is like the realistic answer is they they got to catch up to Buffalo and you have all the money. It's a very unique free agency. Mm-hmm. You have to take advantage of uh, you know the situation and listen. They're going for it. Whether it'll work it remains to be seen. If there's anyone who will get the benefit of the doubt, and listen, seven and nine is nothing, you know, impressive. But when you look at their situation, yeah. I mean, seven and nine for the year that they went through, not horrible. Honestly, not horrible. They would be a th- that roster was a three and thirteen roster. Bill Belichick wasn't such a, and I'm a Jets fan here. I'm practicing that, and you're a Colts fan, so we hate. We yeah, hate we we both. This is a this is a franchise. That we love. Like, I'm not shedding. We do not like this. I'm team. not shedding any tears for the New England Patriots going seven and nine last year. But yeah. I look at, and I and we both go on. Go I on. Will, I do have to give the devil his due then here with Bill Belichick. He deserves he, credit. He, he deserves took a three and thirteen roster and made them seven and nine. But I have to say, we could definitely uh, just go piggybacking off a couple of, the, uh, of your thoughts here. We could do an entire show on who contributed more to the success of the New England Patriots over the past 20 years, Tom uh, Brady. And you could do a whole series. We could do a whole, we, <laughs> we could do we, a whole And we month. probably will at some point. But yeah. I just don't see how any of these moves are going to help New England. I, they, they will help them, don't get me wrong, but long term. how I don't think it's going to help them win the AFC East next year. Hell, I don't think it's going to help them make a, the playoffs. I think this is an 8-8 eight and eight team, and I also – or eight, or eight, nine. eight, eight and nine, get exactly. That 17th Seventeen games, game, so maybe eight might get nine. that seventeenth game. But we'll see. We'll find out next Cam month. Cam Newton being your quarterback is going to hinder whatever they want to do. When you have a guy, unless they make a play in the draft, which we'll yes, get to. we we will get to that. But if Cam Newton is your starter week one next year, this team's going eight and eight at best, or eight and nine at best. I don't think that you know. Obviously, this they. I, what they did in free agency is going to help. Hunter Henry is going to help Cam Newton. They're doing a lot of things to help him. On the defense, Matthew Houdon, that's going to help him. My thing is, though, a lot of the guys they signed here just had career years. They, like the big free yeah. agents here that they signed had career years. And I think that's, you know, you're paying guys for what they did in their past. That's not going to help the current roster. And as and. The ultimate point here is Cam Newton being your starting quarterback is not going to help. He can't throw a ball more than 15 yards down the field right now. 
he's just not the same player he was five, yeah. six years ago. He just uh, isn't. Um, like, he just – he had, like, a solid start. Maybe the COVID, like, really, you know, when he, he did uh, come down with it, maybe it really did affect him, and I'm not doubting it did. There were players that, like, said it's the effect still lingered. But this is a man who's playing with a very damaged shoulder mm-hmm. on top of, on top of you know, the, the prefacing issues that uh, the virus comes yeah. with. So I don't think he played well enough for me to really say, oh, they're about to take a leap. This could be very similar to, you know, when the Giants went all out. I think it was 2015. They went all out on the defense. They had an 11-5 year. So this is a move that might, you know, it, it will help them this year. It's definitely already on paper a better roster than last year. Hell, it might get them to the playoffs as a as a wild card this year. You know, there are three wild card teams now. Uh, super wild card maybe weekend. it'll, yeah, super super wild card weekend. It might it might be good enough. I still don't, like I listen. They got some names. They got some guys. I still don't think they sniff Buffalo. Um, listen, this could like I said, it could be one of those moves uh, for a one year fix. But if Cam's there, that's going to be tough. And long term, like I get it, a lot of these guys are young, but I'm not seeing many, you know, long-term contributors here. Like, Nelson Aguilar just had his best mm. year, but, like, we've seen Aguilar, very inconsistent. Jalen Mills has never been anything to ride home about. You got some lower-tier guys here. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's solid, but hurt. I think Jonu is definitely the – he's hurt all the time. I don't think he's ever topped 700 yards. Mm. Maybe I should have done my research. I might get flamed for that. We'll see. Jonu, I think, is clearly the better oh, yeah. tight end. I think that'll wind up – being the best move for them because um, it helps Cam Newton. Yeah, those two having yeah. two tight ends that can really, you know, they could play. They they're good two yeah. really elite tight ends, Janu and Hunter Henry. But uh, yeah, I just don't see any of these players helping the long term goal of New. I, Bill Belichick isn't the type of person to break it down and you know start from scratch, and especially at. I'm not trying to say he, he's somebody I can easily say, see coaching another five, six years, into, well into his 70s. I could see that. He's one of uh, those football like Exactly. Sure. I could see him coaching another five years. But this team is – after Tom Brady left, you needed to just break it down. You needed to tank as hard as you could for somebody like Trevor Lawrence. That's just that, – yeah. that's what would have been the best long-term play for this organization. The fans would have easily got it. They just won six Super Bowls and did the nine over the, the previous uh, 20 years. So I don't, it's not yeah, a fan I mean, thing. It's all a Belichick thing. He wants to prove he could win without Brady. And this puts fuel on the fire that Brady won a Super Bowl. Puts fuel on an yeah. already burning inferno. So I, I just don't think any of these moves are going to help them long term, though. I, I don't think this was the best oh, course yeah. of action. You- like I get the cap is gonna see a boom, but it's not. <clears throat> it's just you'll see. Like they made, they made a bunch of signings. I guarantee in a few years you'll see half of them, and they'll be one. Of, they'll be in that situation where they have to buy the guy out. Mm-hmm. They'll try to trade him, get out of a bad contract. I, I don't care. I hope they all, you know, flame. I hope the Patriots continue mm-hmm. to not win. They have seen enough winning. Their fans have seen enough winning for a lifetime. And quite frankly, they don't deserve. They don't des- yeah, you've seen six championships. You've seen your team make it to nine. You- you've seen enough winning. I know for a fact, I don't know how many years I'm going to live. I know for a fact, and however many years those will be, I will never see six combined from either of my yeah. teams. I- I'm still praying I'll see I one think, from both well, of them combined because I still I'm don't know. I'm a Jets fan, okay? 
I'm not going to see one yeah. as long as I if I live to a hundred, I won't see a Super Bowl. I won't see a Super Bowl up here. Like, so I, I'm with you there. It's yeah, we don't have any pity. So. But you know, as we alluded to, maybe the Patriots are making a play in the mm-hmm. draft. Let's let's talk a little draft. Uh, I guess we'll start with the Jags. Who do you think the Jags are going to pick with their first? I pick? wonder. I, I know wonder. it's all heavy discussion. Uh, you know. I think discussion. this guy out of Clemson that looks like Jesus, minus the beard. He he might he might be the one that they're they're going to draft. Might be the same. Might be. And just how I think everyone believes it's a foregone conclusion, as yeah, it should be. Absolutely. Unless but you're how Christian. funny would it be? Oh <laughs> uh, God, wait. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not get okay. into him. Um. Just how funny would it be if Urban Meyer really? pulled the Ohio State card and just took Justin Fields. How funny would that be? Not going to happen. You know what my uh, but how funny you know would what it be? my GM Joe Douglas would do? He'd be sprinting to the podium. Sprinting. Oh yeah. They like if that were to happen, it better be the record time for the like the Jets pick should be in as Justin Fields. Joe Douglas State. would be on <laughs> when just if Justin Fields being on that podium with Urban Meyer, and uh, I I don't I don't know the Jaguars GM off off the top of my head, but Joe Douglas would be on that podium as well because he'd be up there yeah. saying to Roger Goodell, "Put in the pick, put in the pick." But he he'd be holding up Justin Fields Jags jersey for the Jags. He'd be like, "Yeah, take him, take him, take him." It's our exactly. turn. But uh, as we know, Twan, that is not but, going to happen. Yeah. As much as I would I, love that's for just. It to, but, that's just what goes on in our heads. And believe me, you'll hear a lot of far-fetched oh, things as, as the, we continue the main, on. Because I could go yeah. for days. I could go for days. I have a lot of wild I, scenarios I, that I can And I'm all for them. I'm demand. all for them. But uh, we're, we're both in yeah, agreement we'll, here yeah. that the number one overall yeah, pick will be Trevor Lawrence. I think we'll be the, the number one big overall. question is with my football team, the Jets. What are they going to do? They pretty much control the whole draft here and the whole, the whole outcome of the draft and the whole quarterback situation for the NFL here. Because I have a quarterback in Sam Darnold that he has talent, but they set – from a Jets fan perspective, they set him up for failure. They, they surrounded him with zero weapons. They, he had zero protection, and he had Adam Gase as his coach. That's – a losing recipe and a half, if you ask me. Not great. It's not great at all. And I just think that it's probably best for Sam to have a new a new environment, a new place to go to, a new team. And I think the fact that the rest of the league likes Sam Darnold and he's very well sought after, and there's a lot of teams that would like to, you know, he has a high opinion about you know around the league as a quarterback, a potential good starting quarterback. I just think it's best for, for the Jets, it's best if they just draft Zach Wilson number two overall. Now, his stock is skyrocketing. It's skyrocketing to the point where people like Chris Sims are saying he should be the first overall pick. I know we're not going to get into it. Yeah, we don't, we, 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 it. we don't listen but, to that, man. We don't listen but to that, man. Here's the thing, Tuan. I, I don't know. There's a million different ways to go with this. They could trade the number two pick, and they could get a bounty of picks. But the Jets already have a bounty of picks to the Jamal Adams trade. And I know – Which it looks like a heist. 
two first round picks for Jamal Adams is a height. So a that, that enough, like, you know, he puts a it gives me confidence in our you like it. Should, I should have no confidence in whatever this organization does. But what are, what GM Joe Douglas has done, you know, over the past year and a half has has given me some confidence of what the Jets can do in this draft here. I think the I, about a month ago I would have said you trade the two pick. You see what Darnold has in the fifth-year option. You pick it up. You'll see what it has. he has if you surround him with some sort of talent. You give him a defense with Rob Sala, brand-new coach. I like what he brings as well. But something about restarting that rookie clock, restarting that rookie wage gap here where, with helping your salary cap. You've seen the past Super Bowl contenders here. A lot of the, you know, the best way, the best formula now is you get a young quarterback on the cheap, to help your salary cap and win on, and that, you rookie win on that rookie deal and you go all for that rookie deal. So I think that's the best course of action, especially when you have a guy like Zach Wilson, who has his, you know, he has all potential in the world. I truly believe he could be a good quarterback. The jets will find a way to, I think he's going to be, the insane. Jets will find a way to screw him up as they always do, but you gotta, you gotta, you know, I think the best course of action here is to restart the clock, pick him number two overall, get what you can for Donald. I think they'll be able to get more, even more than what they got, uh, you know, the Colts got for Carson Wentz, which we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about. Um, but we might save that for yeah, another that, uh, that will another definitely show. be for, uh, really we're getting get heavy on time here. So we'll definitely save that for another show. But I think that overall, that's the best course of action for the Jets. I think that you got to trade Donald. And you draft Zach Wilson. What are your thoughts on this, Twan? Well, you know, a good line for, you know, people like us that aren't technically experts. Mm. You know, that's debatable. In our own heads, we might be. Uh, but a good line that, you know, people like to use, that I, I'm going to use to make it really seem like I know what I'm talking about, to really mask the other foolishness. You know, we know Trevor Lawrence is going to get taken. A great line is, the number two pick is where the draft really oh, yeah. begins because that's where all the questions come in. Um, if you were to – I think there's two very distinct routes you go. You, you trade Sam. If you don't get him – if you don't trade him before the draft, you know, it is what it is. You take Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. I feel like your preference is Zach Wilson. I, 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 not, think I have it, zero confidence in Justin Fields. I saw yeah. a game – he played it's, against. Yeah, it's the whole Ohio State thing too. And I he get played it. a game against Northeastern where I was just like, this guy is horrible. But then you see what he did against you, Clemson. Yeah. But I feel like more he's more of what you see you with Northeastern. Yeah, you can't point out a single Ohio State quarterback who has been insane in their system, and then it translated to the NFL. You could try, you won't <laughs> succeed. Haskins. And Joe, Joe, oh god, and Joe Burrow does not count because. He did not play. He was on the roster, sure. He did not play. I will not give anyone Joe Burrow. That's asinine. Um, Who is saying deal. that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think anyone is, but there I'm will sure be somebody, someone yeah. would be like, oh, oh, Joe Burrow was. No, I'm not. He's LSU's no. property, uh, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Zach Wilson, if they truly, and it doesn't really sound like they do, you know, based off of the tea leaves of the offseason, it really doesn't sound like. Sam is going to be the yeah. guy. But if they believed he was, you go all in, you get a massive haul for that two pick. There's plenty of good offensive linemen in this mm. draft. You build it up around him 
or you draft another insane playmaker and you build around Sam Darnold with those with those additional picks to a Sam, to a Jamal Adams haul. Mm. Guess what? The number two pick would yield an even better haul than Jamal oh, Adams. Absolutely. You probably wouldn't get a player. You probably wouldn't get a player in return, but you're getting at the very least two more first round picks. That would leave you with that would leave you in good uh, good hands. I think Joe Douglas. You know, there's still a lot to be. Oh, there's seen. a lot to be done. Um, but he definitely seems like his head is on. Like you know, his his head is on right. He definitely seems like he has direction, which is you know a godsend compared to the last few guys that have been in Absolutely. charge of the Jets. And just just um, to wrap up the Jets here, this is what's going to define Joe Doug Joe Douglas's legacy here in New York. This is this it. Is, this is this, it. Because you have two. You you laid it out perfectly. You have two roads here. You have two areas. You know, two paths that you could choose to go. You you could say argue three, but there's two direct paths, general paths you could take. Yeah. If Joe Douglas – one path – yeah. Joe Douglas has a choice. I was going to say um, one path will be this year – will be a make or break this year. That's if you stick with Sam. And the other one will buy him at the very least two exactly. years. If Wilson – like let's say the pick is Zach Wilson – and you wind up trading Sam, who will probably get you at the very second round pick. I think like a third, second or third yeah. is probably what you should expect. But let's say you go Zach Wilson, the rookie year, unless he's horrible, but it's a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach. So that alone will buy him a year. But then by year two, you really should have somewhat of an idea, especially if the roster isn't great. Well, the roster, so one year I th- two will be phenomenal if you have him on his rookie deal. You'll be able to fill a lot of gaps. Exactly. Yeah, and they consistently have a lot of cap room, exactly. helps. But yeah, you stick with Sam. It's a make or break for him. It's a make or break for Joe Douglas, if you ask me. Despite the rookie head coach, even though I know it's another coach for Darnold, so that's 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 something. But it's 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 one of those situations. You got the quarterback at at the palm of your fingers if you really think it's Zach yeah. Wilson, and it's a lot. Uh, it's definitely an intriguing it's, situation. It's for a Jets tough fans. choice for Joe Douglas. It's one I don't envy, but uh, it's it's going to define this franchise potentially for the next twenty years. You you have no idea. We have no yeah. idea. So we'll leave it at that with the Jets. They, Do you want to yeah. get into the Colts real quick? Do you want to talk about what their potential? Uh, we could we could we could save the Colts for another time because, like you alluded to earlier, we are well, we're running running a little short on time. Yeah. No one cares about the Colts anyway, so it's not. Well, a big well deal. hey, we got a lot to talk about <laughs> Carson Wentz, and we'll, we'll definitely we'll yeah, be talking we about we'll, him we'll, a we'll lot s- over the course of this season, especially if the Colts. Yeah. You know, we'll see, we'll talk. So prepare yeah. yourselves. So we'll, we'll we'll save we'll Mis- save that load for another day. But to wrap, Mister Yakel has seen how I get with the Colts. So I prepare. honestly that will be humorous when you hear my. I'm Colts gonna mute takes. my mic when you have to talk about the Colts. I'm just gonna let you go. <laughs> but um, to wrap up the first part of the show we'll talk about more at the very end of the show we'll have a part two of this since it's being the first episode we may even continue part two as a uh, as a uh, an option here you know throw out two separate podcasts for the week but we you know what we're still a little, we're, after, we're a little hours. after hours for uh you know the island sports talk uh program here but before we get into that Last topic here. The bombshell. Is the Deshaun Watson situation. And then we'll get into some betting to close out the show in the betting corner, Twombly's betting corner. But the Deshaun oh, Watson. Yeah. It's not a good corner. You don't want to be in mine, but I'll definitely We'll talk definitely about get it. into that uh, towards the end of the show here. But Deshaun Watson. 
16 civil suits. 16, up to 16 allegations now is up to for him. And we're getting to a point now where it's been crickets on. Well, Deshaun Watson, the other day, his attorney, Rusty Harding, made a statement that. Made a statement that we he, expected him but to it, make. It, it wasn't as much as a denial of what happened, more as it was illegal. What, what Deshaun Watson did was consensual or legal. So. I, it's it's a very stick, sticky situation, and obviously this is you know it's a legal matter. Uh, we're not going to say anything happened or did not happen because we do not know. Everything is alleged to this point. We're going to preface it with that, but it doesn't look good for this John Watson. That's the bottom line. He, he it, and like the crazy thing is this stuff came oh, out yeah. of nowhere. Like to Sean Watson before. Before all this madness, like you talk about high character guys, he blows yeah. that off the charts before this. Like no one has, and like, and just by the actions he does, like you're looking at literally like a serial yeah. assaulter. At this I mean, point. it's yeah, true. true. I do have, I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay it because it's obviously a horrible problem that goes along in, in professional mm. sports and just, you know, the world in general. So I'm not downplaying that. However, if there were a franchise to completely try to smear a player, it'd be this organization. Like they have, they have displayed within the past two years that they're just dysfunctional. And the Jack Easterby oh, president, boy, yeah. uh, that's, another one who just has run this franchise. And but listen, I'm a Colts fan. That's a story for another day. I I'm mean, not, Jack Easterby alone. I'm not. Listen, I'm. If this like is all true, it's definitely it's horrible, and I'm not happy to hear that. To see that the Texans organization, though, is just, you know, it seems every day there's something that just completely, like, digs yeah. them down. I love seeing the Texans fail. But, like, this, again, not downplaying the issue because it's a yeah. horrible issue. Um, but if there was a team <laughs> to, to go all out on a smear, because there are there are little factors that, you know, the, the, the lawyer who has started oh, yeah. this string of allegations, he's Bob McNair's neighbor. So that's already something that you know that that has that has you know so, some weight to it i know it might not be a lot i it's 22 i think that's i can't i know i just said if there was any team to do it it would be them but i still can't see anyone going this far yeah to smear I, someone i can't so are, i just you you are at least entertaining the conspiracy theories here with that i yeah i because i don't I don't think it's off the table. I think there's probably a ten percent chance. That might that might honestly be too much. There's like a I, five or less percent. I chance can. That that's I, possible. I'm willing to listen to the conspiracy theories on it. And I'm will. I'm willing to entertain it. My problem is when there's too too many allegations. It's, it's too, too many, many and allegations, that's why, like, to, and then in, within different states too. Like there's there's allegations, yeah. and out, and the reason yeah. they're coming out. Like, it's one thing, like, you know, how you've seen, like, other big names, you know, get brought down because of their just disgusting yeah. past. Like, they'll come out of nowhere, and it's something that happened 20 years ago. People are saying, oh, these are coming out of nowhere. Well, if they happen this month, what do you think is going to happen? They're acting actually quicker than some people will do. But it's just shocking. Like, and if it's true, it's just, it's, it's just one of the great, like, sad downfalls of a guy you'll ever see. Deshaun Watson, before like, this situation... 
honestly, you put you put so you highly put a list regarded of top ten like best people in the NFL people in, in sports. sports, but not even the NFL, sports. just in He's sports. A very very likable guy, an amazing quarterback, and out of nowhere, just for this to happen, it's a fall like, from grace. Yeah, from the high school, from the high school level, Clemson, the college level, and the early NFL level. His career like, before this shocking. would have it was you know it was a trajectory, and and you know what, I have a feeling, just it's just the way the world is, and it's the way NFL players are held on a higher standard and a higher regard. This will shot like depending on how this plays out, if he settles these cases and this kind of goes away and he throws this under the table and he has a settlement or something like that. I easily, as soon as you see settlements, I'm like, you were guilty, guilty. but people are going to forgive him. You know what I mean? 10 years from now, this is only going to be a little, but if, you know, if this goes further and these aren't settled and, you know, it goes to court or goes to any sort of criminal proceedings, which I doubt is going to happen at this point, but it's always a possibility. I don't, I, it's something we just got to play his, out. His, like, it's still so much his uncertainty. Career, the point is, his career w- was on a storybook Hall of Fame legendary trajectory. And that right now, that's in question. I don't think it's in question whether he's going to play again. And I don't think his on-field legacy is questioned. His off-the-field legacy yeah. will be tainted forever. You know? The thing is, the NFL will do their own investigation. He'll probably get handed a hefty oh, yeah. suspension. The NFL has but the problem is he hasn't be, said a word yet. The problem is, I know, yeah, so because they're probably waiting yeah. it out too because they need to hear more. The problem is, like, he'll hand, get his suspension handed to him, and the issue, like, we've seen guys get, you know, never get a second chance after they do something horrible. Mm-hmm. For example, Ray Rice, he never, and you know what, honestly. I, I don't really care that he never got to play again. You, you, you yeah. got what you deserve. But then we've um, also seen cases like Kareem Hunt. He's AB. Kareem Hunt. Randy Gregory. And, and even, even on Brown. a scale, people the forget. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben yeah. Roethlisberger got suspended oh, under yeah. the personal conduct policy for. Uh, a, and honestly, like this, this is this is probably the this is probably the most accurate comparison you can make because it's similar mm-hmm. stuff. Except, you know, Deshaun Watson's at this point is probably 10 times the amount. The thing is, it's the NFL. It, money first. He's quite obviously too good to just excommunicate. I mean, I saw a report yesterday. You have five um, teams that still want to trade for him. So, I know. And that, that's, 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 that's the other thing. completely under the like, rug now, too. Yeah, this... This has completely overshadowed the trade market. Like no one even cares, rightfully yeah. so. This should be figured out way before. He's I just dealt. find it. But you look at the teams. Crazy the narrative you flipped on that. I know. You see the teams typically that don't care, like about taking on character guys. You got mm-hmm. the Chiefs. They they they've done it. <laughs> the Cowboys. Tyreek Hill. The team that with the Chiefs, yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. Randy Gaggery. Uh, another another team that has taken sketchy Old characters Smith. on is. A team that probably needs a quarterback would be the Eagles. Yeah, I mean they've been rumored around. Like, we'll see. Well, like, it's definitely one of the more intriguing, interesting, shocking stories it, it, it of the really NFL season. It really is, and we're just gonna have to see how it plays out. Like, it's it's one of those situations like gotta where see. I am a little not shocked, but I'm a little surprised the NFL at least hasn't made any comment that they're yeah. aware of the situation. I haven't seen anything from the league office saying they're aware yeah. of the situation. Because 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta be under living under a rock to not know. You gotta be under a rock in the bikini bottom to not know what's going on here. You gotta be Patrick Starr. Yeah, to, to, not, know to, what's to not know what's happening. So, anyway, I it's it's it's, just, it's a difficult situation. It's one that you know it's unfortunate to see. You really hate seeing stories like this, especially you know when things are getting back on track with the sports world here. Yeah, and like the sad reality is, like just to you know water the the other side, the Texans you know, possibly doing this side. Either way, it's horrible because either it's one of the great, you know, smear campaigns of yeah. all time. And it's like, wow, what are you doing? Like if that, if that, like, again, I know I'm talking about it a bunch, but I don't truly believe that's the case. It's just, if it was one that came out of nowhere and like, you can't look anything else, you got a lot more life, but 22 is yeah, just too big a number. It's, it's too big. Like, let's just, let's just play play the, the the role of that that is the case as an organization how the hell do you come no, back from you, that? You, at some point how there may you, be a how do you come there may be a situation Antoine, where deshaun watson might not be traded he might be cut from the houston texans there might be a situation where he yeah, might he, just get, they might just sever ties with him which i don't know yeah. if that's the best course of action for your football team but at the end of the day it's not just about your football team. What's It's about your public image. And for a team like yeah. the Houston Texans, who have had you know, a pretty marred public image over the, the course of uh, the last year and a half or so, with a, we could do a whole podcast on Jack Easterby, and we probably will. But the amount of situations they put themselves in, they, they can't... They're constantly they going backwards. They Never can't forward. afford to screw this situation up and make themselves look bad in it. And it would make them good. Yeah. It would make them good from an ethical perspective if they got if they just cut and severed ties with him and they got nothing for him. But we'll see. Yeah, you know that's but, not going to happen. But we shall see. <laughs> Unless it. Yeah. Um. And if you're like again, if this is all, if all of them are true, and it all comes out to light, it's just, it's just, it's honestly horrible. Um. But yeah, that's that'll wrap that up. Yeah. Uh. As as we right, continue we'll, further we'll episodes, I'm sure I'm sure there will be because it seems every like something day. new comes out about I it. I mean, every this day, time so. last week, or not this time last week. This time last week, we were just first hearing about it. But this time, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, it was still all about the Sean Watson trade situation. That's how fast. Yeah, it's and been. like it had, yeah, and it had come up, but like his the the a lawyer like posted it on Instagram at like two in the morning, yeah. and it was one. So everyone was like, "This guy's." This guy is just clearly full of shit. What are you doing? Like, this yeah. is coming out of nowhere. Here we are two weeks later. But like we said, uh, there's something new about it every day. So each week that we come mm-hmm. on the pod, we'll we'll just give our thoughts about, you know, the newer Absolutely. developments. We're, and we'll continue we're, along. We're not that. done covering the story. That is for sure. Um, I'll tell you what we're also yeah. not done with yet is our show. Because we have one little area that we have to attend to, and that is Twom's Gambling Corner. Anthony Twomley, sir, what are your picks for this weekend? What are the bets that you would take and you would suggest our audience to take here? So my my first suggestion is if you you really are going to put money on the line, just do the exact opposite of what I say because that will probably be the win. Let me preface this by saying I'm not good at all when it comes to making these picks. And a lot of my parlays, I use FanDuel. I like, uh, I like the way FanDuel, uh, like gives it gives you a lot of flexibility and options. I do a you bunch of crazy bastard. ones. 
with uh, NBA. This, this kid. This kid NBA lives player, right stats next to and Jersey. Stuff. He's on Staten Island. Yeah, lives right next yeah, to Jersey. We'll, he can go use his we'll, fan we'll, duel all he wants. Yeah, when we have when we have more time, we'll get into like the real degenerate uh gambling ways me and uh, some of my friends get on about. But uh so there is like a tournament insurance, which is huge. Um on FanDuel, you have to make a leg of three picks or more at a maximum cost of $25. If one leg doesn't hit, you'll get your money back. Obviously, if they all hit, you win money. So I'm going to make four picks. So let's say I hit three out of these four, I'd get my money back. Obviously, the goal is to hit all four. I'm just going to – if the Gonzaga money line is open, I'm just going to slide them up. I, I need them. Um, I'm going to do Oregon State. They're going to be underdogs. They're going to be underdogs to Loyola. I'm going to do Alabama. And I'm going to do Syracuse. I don't know how much that will yield, but that's going to be my four picks. I'm not, I'm not crazy yet with the money lines. That's not a, that's not who I am. I'm going to just go ahead and do the, the money line. That's that. I'm not a good gambler. I, I'm very bad at sports betting, Absolutely. but it's fun. It's and like fun, and it hyped. gives you a little bit more action. It gives you a little bit more of excitement for the yeah. event. So that's Schwab's Gambling Corner brought yeah. to you by. We will have a sponsor one day, hopefully, for that, for that set. But, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And we'll, we'll, we'll expand upon a- that absolutely. in the future. You know, when, when, I get, when I get Mr. Yackle in on well, it, then we'll be, hey, be I'm, really I'm, rolling. I'm stuck over here in Long Island, and I don't have any gambling. I have, I have no use. I, Jersey's not five yeah. minutes from my house, unfortunately. Or, 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 or uh, fortunately, yeah, I don't know which way I should look at it. But uh, to, uh, <laughs> uh, That's true. I, Soon enough, we'll get it. It's, it's getting close to being legal in the U.S. Sorry about so that, Jersey. Soon uncalled shot there. But uh, to wrap up this show, uh, and a, a wonderful first show, by the way, Chuan. Absolutely great show. Oh, my. Great. It was a long time coming, and it's gone as about as smoothly Absolutely. as I could have And for. if you want to listen great. more to this show, we have a part two coming out right after this. So if you want some island oh, yeah. sports talk a little island after, after hours, hours. island oh, yeah. sports talk after hours, then look no further right after this episode. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to cover some NBA mm. trade deadlines, some MLB. It'll be a little shorter. We dip into the <laughs> But uh, we have a lot, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. So we're just gonna double dip. But like like Chris said, this has been a great first episode. We will cut the first episode here. So if you want to continue listening for part two of our first week, we're going Absolutely. to dive into that. So Chris, mm-hmm. this has been awesome. I'll see you on the other side. And to all who listen, 